Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We've got a mailbag to get you ready for the NFL draft right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Adam Azer with Heath Cummings and your emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Also, leave us a comment on iTunes, a five-star Apple podcast, a five-star review would be very much appreciated. And we thank you very much for all of your questions all the time. First one comes from Michael. If Malik Willis is the top dynasty quarterback, who do you think should be number two? Well, I don't think we know that until we see who gets drafted where, but I don't have a lot of interest in Kenny Pickett, so I'm probably going to say Matt Coral. Um, I think, or maybe Sam Howell, depending on where he goes. Um, I think that Carson Strong's a dark horse, but the, the bigger point is that because of Malik Willis's rushing ability, he has the ability to be good without being a great passer, and that's important in this draft because there isn't a great passer in this draft. So I'll follow it up. Let's say Malik Willis... You pick a team for him. Panthers, Falcons. Who who do you want? Him to oh, let's let's put him with Kyle Pitts going eighth overall. Okay, yeah. so we put him on the Falcons. Are you going to put him ahead or behind Trey Lance? He would be behind Trey Lance, yeah, okay. because I I think Lance is probably going to help you this year. And I don't like even if the Falcons draft Malik Willis, I would end his. I'm going to project Mariota to start start seven. Okay, games. so then yeah, I'm going to make it even harder. I have Tom Brady. And he's going to retire, so I'm going to just use him this year. Forget about him on the Dolphins next year. I'm going to have just Brady this year. Then, would you rather have Malik Willis or Trey Lance? I'd probably still rather have Lance. I think there's a better chance that Lance improves his value this year than Willis does. I can't think of any ways to make it harder. So, from Patrick, sell me on Amonra St. Brown. He was irrelevant until TJ Hawkinson got hurt. I don't want to draft him. Yeah, I don't know what you're smoking, but he was not irrelevant until TJ Hawkinson <laughs> he got was hurt. Big. He had yeah, I 13 agree. PPR fantasy points in week four. He had 13.5 okay. PPR fantasy Whippy. points in week five. In in the game that he really broke out, TJ yeah. Hawkinson played 85% of the snaps in that game, yeah. and he caught 10 passes for 86 yards and a touchdown. It was true that he did not score a touchdown, until the game that TJ Hawkinson got hurt. But he was starting to show some signs through the middle of the year. He was, I thought, one of the best, um, not of the first-round guys, but after them, one of the best route runners in the class. He came in as a very well-developed wide receiver, and he should have been because he's a little bit older. But I I just, I think you're really selling him short, saying he was irrelevant before Hawkinson got hurt. Okay. I, I think it's, he was mostly fantasy irrelevant. But there was the the first game of his six game breakout did uh, coincide with Hawkinson. Then Hawkinson got hurt. Okay, uh, from Jamison, the Cowboys have to draft a wide receiver, right? If they take a wide receiver, I think by the way Heath doesn't agree with me that Amara St. Brown was mostly fantasy irrelevant. But he but he was. It's not like you were starting Amara St. Brown. Uh, no, he, it wasn't but I think we've got to grade him as a rookie wide receiver. And you see, the first three or four game weeks of the season, first three weeks of the season, he was completely irrelevant yeah from that point on he was mostly four five six catches on a weekly basis and seemingly getting better okay 
So from Jameson, the Cowboys have to draft a wide receiver, right? If they take a wide receiver in the first two days of the draft, do you think that would be an appealing fantasy option? I don't know that they necessarily have to, but I would expect they will draft one. I wouldn't be surprised if they wait until day three, but um, yeah, they're probably going to draft one. And if it's in the first two days, it will be someone who at least is going to get drafted. Now, how appealing of a fantasy option they are is going to be dependent upon how quick Michael Gallup recovers from his injury. If Gallup's ready week one and Lamb's there and Dalton Schultz is there, and don't forget, they did sign James Washington, who's not nothing. Um, I if it's, a, if it's a round three wide receiver and Michael Gallup is ready in the first four weeks of the season, I don't think that whoever they draft is going to be a fantasy starter. If it's a round one wide receiver... I think that's a guy who could have a better year than Gallup. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think you'd agree with that. You're sort of a Michael Gallup guy, but okay. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I am. <laughs> I thought Dave was the Michael Gallup guy until he turned on him and hated him. Oh, I didn't realize that happened. I'll have yeah. to ask Dave about that. Okay. More of your emails, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com and your Apple podcast questions on our full-length mailbag on Wednesday on Fantasy Football Today. Thanks so much for watching and listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow on FFT at 5.